Homeschooling isn't just about education. It's about your kids, it's about your family, and it's about a lifestyle. Hi, my name is Jackie and I'm the founder of Homeschool Think Tank. The Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast is about community, family, education, and life. I believe that these are the things that matter to homeschool families. Tune in each week and let's talk. I'll bring you a message from my heart, an expert interview, or an interview with the ultimate homeschooling experts, homeschool families like yours. Remember to check the link in the show notes below and you'll find an article that corresponds with this episode. Finally, remember to visit homeschoolthinktank.com for more information about how we serve homeschooling families. All right, let's get started with this week's episode. Today, I want to share another style or approach to homeschooling, and this is called game schooling. So really, game schooling is just what it sounds like. You use games to teach your children a lot. And there are so many benefits to playing games. You will connect with your children, which I always say connection should come before curriculum. So this is just an outstanding way to connect with your kids. You will have fun. There should be a lot of laughter. Playing games actually even reduces stress and can even lower your blood pressure. But when you play games, you tend to laugh a lot. So endorphins are being released. And what happens is your children should theoretically become more relaxed and have more fun. And as a result, learn more. So there are literally games about everything. And from math to spelling to history to science to even games that help with public speaking. So I think most of us just sort of know that games are good, but you might not really know why they're good. And so I sort of put together this little list of things that are great about games. Well, first, let's talk about the educational aspects. There's a lot that can be learned through playing games. And I'm not going to dive deep into that today, but you know that's true. And Your kids are just going to learn a lot when they play games, period. So everything from patterns with a game like Quirkle to multiplication and math with games like Yahtzee or Tinsy, like I've talked about in the past, spelling with something like Scrabble, and the list goes on and on. And actually, another game I just love is called Snake Oil, and really that helps with public speaking skills. I've actually even taken those cards to Toastmasters in the past and used those for our table topics when we're doing public speaking, just quick practice, and it's been really fun. By the way, if you don't know what Toastmasters is, is it's a public speaking group and they are worldwide. So this should be fun. You'll have fun with your kids. They should have fun with their siblings and with friends. I know as a kid, I loved to play games and my friends and I played games a lot. So if you exhibit good sportsmanship and the other adults, you will also model good sportsmanship for your kids. So they should see you be humble when you win and cheerful when you lose. And I think that's just a 
great thing to model for your kids. I can't say I'm always super humble, but I always, if I win, I am like, it is in good fun, right? It's never putting anybody down. It's just fun. I think that's a great thing about playing games. Also, you will have the opportunity to praise your children. You will also have the opportunity to show them how to fail. Because, you know, most of the time when you're playing a game, only one person's going to win in most games. So most people will lose most of the time. So you can fail and do that well and show your kids how to fail well. And you also show them resilience by getting up and playing again and playing over and over again, even when you don't always win, which we don't always win. So something that's really great about playing games is the stakes are low. You have the opportunity to take calculated risks. You get immediate feedback, sometimes by other players, sometimes just by how well you're doing in the game. But you can also learn how your decisions impact your game, how the outcome is impacted by the decisions you've made. So games are really just a safe way to learn so many lessons. Also, you can challenge yourself when you're playing a game, right? You can, yeah, I think I can do that. I think I think I can make that move. And you might make it and you might not, but either way, you're going to learn from that. And you will have the opportunity to have hindsight, right? So you can look back in the game and go, ah, oh, if I would have done that differently, I might have won. Also, when you're playing a game, you will have times when it's difficult, when you're frustrated and... Learning how to deal with that frustration or those difficulties and overcoming your frustrations also helps build resilience. So something else that you will learn through games is making predictions. You know, you can think, hmm, oh yeah, if they do that, they're going to they're gonna get ahead. Or if I do this, I'm going to get ahead. The other thing with games is sometimes... Games are, you know, just for the one person, but sometimes you break up into teams. So either way, you're learning how to communicate when you're playing games. And there are so many opportunities for communication. And it's about something that really doesn't matter. And I think, I think there's a lot of lessons that can happen because the stakes are low. It's just a game, right? It's, it's not going to have any huge impact on your life in the short term, but really I think playing games can have a huge impact on your life in the long run because of all of the different skills that you learn when you're playing a game. I mean, even something like putting on your game face, right? Trying to bluff if you're playing a game of cards, you, you learn that too. And you learn how to negotiate. Think about when you play Monopoly and you're trying to trade properties. And so there's all of these negotiations going on, right? So you're learning about cooperating. You're learning about competing. And you're taking turns. You're learning patience. And you're also just having this great shared experience with others. I, it should be great. I know Playing games is not always a great experience. And actually, we can even struggle with it in our house because 
My oldest daughter and I love to play games, but my husband, eh, he's sort of lukewarm about it. And my youngest doesn't really love games. And some of that has to do with sensory overload. It's like too loud or too, just too much going on sometimes if there's lots of people. So that's actually something else is that others can learn that, oh, we need to tone it down for some people because some people are just overwhelmed by all the noise. Or if you have kids who have sensory overload when you're playing games, I found that putting a towel or a tablecloth on the table when you're playing dice. And even I never realized my mom has a little sensory overload. I was shocked. We were playing Tinsy and she really just didn't like that game. It was just too, I don't know, fast paced and noisy. And I, I had no idea, but I never realized my mom tends to play quiet games. So she plays Scrabble and Scrabble and Scrabble. <laughs> I'm like, what else does she play? Blockus. But yeah, she likes quieter games. And that's something too. So if let's say when you're playing games with your family and everybody's not loving it, look at the different types of games you can play. Like I play Yahtzee with our family because that's like my husband's family's game. But I honestly don't love Yahtzee. There's not enough strategy for me in that game. But I do think there's a lot to be learned from it, especially with math skills with your kids. I like games that involve a lot of strategy. So these are all different things. There are also other things that you might not think of that are beneficial for your kids when you're playing games. Generally speaking, if you're thinking about table games, your kids will be working on fine motor skills. I mean, even just rolling the dice and maybe it falls and, you know, they're looking for it or just little pieces they have to move around and maybe tracking that, you know, even with your eyesight, just tracking that, those pieces around the board. And there's a lot of thinking that happens with games and if you're playing a strategy game, a lot of strategy that happens. So some games even use some gross motor skills, but most games, as far as indoor games, are more fine motor skills. I know we've even played games that have like clay and maybe drawing like um, Pictionary. So there's just a lot of games out there and your children can absolutely learn so much through games. And I think if you have a homeschool group, you definitely ought to do like game days and maybe even sometimes do smaller breakout groups with your homeschool groups and say, okay, maybe we all normally meet as a large group once a week, but every six weeks or so, we're going to do smaller breakout groups so that maybe it's not quite so loud or overwhelming for some kids, or maybe some people can meet in a bigger place and others can do smaller groups. Anyway, I think you ought to include games, whether you use game schooling so much as your primary way of educating kids or not, but at any rate, you should include games in your life and recognize that your children are learning so much 
through playing games. So even if you don't love games, sort of like my husband doesn't just love games, you should play them with your kids anyway and realize that there is a much bigger picture here than your personal preferences. So I think enough has been said for today about game schooling. I mean, there's really not that much to say as far as what it is. But really, you are going out of your way to look for various educational games and even making games of your own at home. And by playing lots of games, you become better at making games. Just like if you read a lot, you're going to be a better writer. By the way, definitely check the link that goes with this episode and you will find either games listed in the article that goes with this, or you will find a link that goes to other games. And the reason I say it's one or the other is I know in my mind that this is going to change over time. So right now, as I release this, it's going to my Styles of Homeschooling article. And in that article, there's a section on game schooling. And so there will be links to various places where we've listed games throughout the Homeschool Think Tank blog. But later, there will be a completely separate article all about games. So if you end up at homeschoolthinktank.com and you just do a search at some point, do styles of homeschooling or game schooling, either way, you'll find it or games, (laughs) because later when we do a list of games, you'll have that. So I am really working over time to put together a really great list of all sorts of different games for you, but it's not instant. There are just so many educational games. All right, so I hope you enjoyed this episode, and remember, buy games as gifts for your kids, for family, for holidays, for birthdays, just because when you buy a game, You are giving the gift of togetherness and a gift that will have far-reaching effects into the future. You know, as long as you play these games with your kids, or they at least play them with their friends or siblings. All right, you have a great week. Live and learn your way. My name is Jackie, and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. We'll see you again on Monday for our next episode that is all about mindset, and the following Wednesday for our next episode about homeschooling and parenting. I want to say thank you for listening to the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd like to ask you to take a moment to follow this podcast and share it with a friend. Remember to check the show notes for a link to the article that corresponds with this podcast episode. In this article, we'll include any links that we mentioned in this episode. And remember that you can search all of the Homeschool Think Tank parenting podcast episodes at homeschoolthinktank.com.